Alrighty, welcome back to the Simply Podcast. My name is Kiki Salcido. I'm here with my lovely wife, Christina, and our producer, Stevan. And uh, today we are joined with uh, two rock stars. Uh, we got Jennifer and Vinay Rogers. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, so why don't you guys just real briefly tell us a little bit about yourselves? Uh, I'm Jen Rogers, and I have been in real estate since April of 2020. I'm a former dental hygienist, so okay. did that for many years. And we are grandparents. I don't know. What else? Well, you're Rookie of the Year. Oh, I was Rookie of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's kind of impressive. Okay. I, I was Rookie of the Year 2020. Yeah. That was pretty cool. What does that mean exactly? Okay. So I, what it means is um, you're nominated, um, but you, and you're up against other people that are new in the business, I think 18, within 18 months of uh -huh. starting. And you can't have other family or whatever in the business. Um, and you can't be on a team either. You can't be on a team. But you, uh, it, it has to do with your production, but also community service and... I, Personality, honestly. Oh, and yeah. longevity in the business, basically. Yeah, so... So you were basically pitted up against all the other hotshot brokers... Yeah. A year and a half in the industry, you yeah. have you weren't in for a year and a half, but no, you were up against people that were in for a year and a half. The, the interviews were in February, so she was less than a year. Yeah. So yeah. You, you beat people on production, mm -hmm. on just being a good person overall, Aww. and having a good personality. So congratulations. Thank I think you. that's phenomenal. Thank you. And then you, you tricked Vinay into getting into yes, it. Yes, and then <laughs> I tricked my husband into following along with me. So, so what's your story, honey? So I'm Vinay Rogers, and... Uh, I was actually kind of veered into this path of real estate uh, because I had kind of lost my job as an executive chef, one that I had been doing for 30 plus years. Yeah. And uh, pandemic why, related, right? Pandemic. Uh, yeah. 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 Because of the pandemic. And uh, how I got into this is because I have already always secretly loved real estate mm -hmm. and uh, started off with home at my parents. They had. They built a home with the top floor, which was always, always rented, and it became a source of their retirement income, etc. So it always stuck in my mind. So as things evolved for me, I started investing in rental properties myself. And so I kind of understood a little bit of, you know, how that works, how the financing works, etc., etc. So... When this all went downhill for me as a chef, and Jennifer, as she just said, was a rookie of the year, I'm just, I decided, well, if she's going to be so busy, I may as well just be part of an busy extension of what yeah. she does. And I kind of understand a little bit of it, so I decided to sign up, and here I am. So really, you've been in real estate the longest. Well, Actually, I like would like to say that I, he's the reason I'm in real estate because I feel like this has always been his thing. Um, he uh, he he took the real estate class I, when he first moved here from Canada that's um, right. because he wanted to understand real estate because he wanted to get into investing here because he invested in Canada. Yeah. And so he's the one that really had this dream about being in real estate, um, the the ability to build wealth with real estate um, and, and what it can do for you and what it can do for other people. And so I really feel like he's the reason I, I was a success. The other part of that is that he's just so good at staying in touch with people. He's such a connector. He's such a um, just 
just really, so while no one saw him behind the scenes, he was behind the scenes connecting me with so many different people. And, and so I feel like that was our rookie of the year. Yeah. Win. So cool. So we are just been fortunate and blessed in this path. And, you know, we keep chugging along and, you know, like I like to always say, keep planting the seeds, um, planting the seeds for people who never knew home ownership was a possibility. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, when you have when you have a backyard and you never really had any plants or a rose bush you don't know how pretty it's going to look till you actually plant it yeah and um, and i think of it that way is like people don't understand the value of home ownership and the fact that in today's it it's within reach yeah you know mm-hmm. for some people they don't they don't think of it that right. way but it is within reach yeah. and uh, We've been able to help a lot of people just because we've shared that belief that it's the reachable story, yeah. you know. Isn't it such a great feeling whenever somebody's rented for like 30, 40 years? Yes. And they, they get the keys to their new home and they you see their eyes well up with tears. Right. They, yeah, oh it's just my such gosh. a, what a, like, that's why we get into real estate. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I was a single mom for so many years and I never knew homeownership was even accessible to me. Like I never even considered the fact that I could possibly be a homeowner. Yeah. And I, um, it's really important to me that I let other people know how possible that is, especially single moms. Um, and just, I just feel like it's the, it's not just for this generation. It's something that carries on to generations down their future generations. Mm -hmm. Like when you see people who are wealthy and and doing well, it's because someone, you know, someone owned a home and then they were able to help this one. And, you know, we meet people that talk about, we have, we met a young mom the other day and she's like, I'm buying this house so that when my, I'm going to rent it out. When my daughter goes to school, I'm going to, you know, half of the money I'm going to give to her for, you know, school. So just people, some people do have that vision and understand what it can do for them. So. Yeah, well, I yeah. think it's really kind of cool because you guys were in fortune builders too. Yeah. Been, and yeah. that's the, yeah. So that was the thing like Kiki and I started um, before we even got our license, got into fortune builders. And I think they teach you like all about that, the win-win situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, how to build wealth in real estate. <laughs> and so I think it's really interesting where you have people that started off on the investment side, started learning it for their personal selves mm-hmm. and then diving into it. And I, th- we, you know, credit fortune builders like 110% for why we were able to start so quick because we just knew so much more on the investment side and kind of like for like our own personal, like gaining our own personal wealth from it that we were able to start so quickly. And so I thought it was so cool to find out that you guys were in that too. (laughs) That was so cool. Yeah, that is true. I mean, you know, and it, it all starts with a seed. Like I said, like in my situation, it was what my mother had envisioned don't know, don't ask why, but she just knew right off the bat when they were building the house, they actually built their own home, that they should have a second story. It was, they didn't need it, but for whatever reason, she felt they should have it. But that has helped them along the way mm-hmm. to now. My mom is like, what, 93 years old and living on her own. And, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. that planted the seed in my mind, what a, how I should do or what I should do and you know, of being able to create a resource for the next generation, you know, so. But I think that's what makes you valuable as a broker, right? Because you can bring that 
knowledge to your clients. Mm-hmm. And rather than them thinking small, mm-hmm. I lie. I think a lot of people think like, yeah. I'm going to buy a home and it's just going to be for me. Right. But if they start thinking about it more as a business and right. wow, this home's going to appreciate right. gonna be equity. I can use this equity to then buy another home. Right. I can do so much more with it. But if you don't have the right coach, right, and that's, that's kind right. of what you fall into, right? right? You're a coach. Right. You're helping that client mm-hmm. build wealth, and mm-hmm. wealth starts somewhere. So why mm-hmm. not start today, right? That's yeah. kind of I, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Well, and I I like that the, no day is the same as the ne- one before. Like every day is different, yep. and you're never bored. You're never looking at the clock unless you have to be somewhere. But yeah. you know, you're just it's just always challenging. It's always um, fun. There's lots of reward and seeing what you can do for other people and helping them and just getting the feedback when you when they just feel like you've done the right thing with them and they've you've held their hand or you've been there for them it's it's very rewarding and, and the reward is the delight in in somebody else's achievement yeah. you know uh when there's so many of our clients that we've helped so far like it's been their first home it's yeah. been their first experience right. and we just helped another client of ours like, you know, she's like, oh, my gosh, I had no problem whatsoever. You guys were so transparent. You you did way above your call of, you know, in the process. And she was from California. And I guess things perhaps work differently over there in terms of the communication between the realtor and the, and the client. However that worked, she just felt so comfortable with Jennifer mm-hmm. and so myself. So you guys did it better. So, <laughs> I mean, well, that's, a, that's the truth, right? I mean, everybody... Like real estate's different in every state, right? Mm-hmm. It right. is. There's lawyers, there's different like nuances. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the client should know what's going on. And right. the fact that like whenever somebody tells, Wow, you were so transparent, that was new to me, that should never be the case. It's and that's why I'm so happy that you guys got into real estate because mm-hmm. there is that gap. There's there's that knowledge gap between consumer and professional. Mm-hmm. And the the I mean, I think a lot of people want to keep that gap because it kind of keeps their their need. Right. But I think it adds value whenever you can shorten that gap. Mm-hmm. Right. I think so. And I'd like to just give a shout out to Simply and Carrie and you guys, because not just Carrie, because <laughs> you and Christina and Carrie are on my like speed dial or on my speed text. <laughs> but just the support we've received from our brokerage that I didn't realize that that was different than other, I've never been in another brokerage. So just getting feedback from other brokers I've worked with, that isn't the case everywhere. And I didn't know how good, you know, what a blessing this brokerage was for us because just all the education, all the training, um, and then the knowledge and, and the availability, like, you know, on a Sunday morning, I'm texting Christina and, and she's answering me, you know, um, just that really makes a big difference in success and yeah. confidence. So I just. Because it is. It's a team sport. It is. Right? At the end of the day, any business is a team sport. And, and I also like, like to call it lifestyle as well. Yeah. Because it's not, it doesn't cut off at four o'clock in the evening or it doesn't even cut off at nine o'clock at night. Um, you know, because we always, and this I get a little bit from our hospitality industry being in the hotels when a client or a customer needs something, they need something. Don't put it off if you can do it right now mm-hmm. because that makes all the difference in your relationship knowing that they feel comfortable mm-hmm. when they have a problem at 8 o'clock in the evening. Hey, I just ran into this. What do you think I should do? Knowing that somebody can pick up the phone and, you know, 
have a question answered makes a difference in that relationship that, you know, we strive to give, like let our clients know that we are there for them all the way till they get and beyond yeah. once they have the keys in their hands. I, I also think, think of every transaction as being in a place of honor to be alongside somebody who's chosen you to make one of their biggest purchases, like you said, mm-hmm. in life. I mean, it doesn't matter like how many homes you have, that purchase is probably going to be one of the largest purchases. Yeah. And to have one of us represent you in ways that to help you, it, like to me, it's a big honor. Like, you know, we're, we're selling a you. home that's mm-hmm. like a $740,000 home. And it's like, what an honor it is to be that somebody trusts us. Mm-hmm. This person is not even in town. They've already put an, they haven't even seen the house, but they trust us mm-hmm. to be there for them, knowing that we will serve them well. It, it's it's a big honor thing yeah. as far as we are concerned, you know. I think it's smart to have that that sense of like gratitude for, for the business, right? Because I think so many brokers, they get into it, they're doing well. They but they just look at the money. That. They just look at the money. But they don't have you guys, attachment. and I can already tell you guys probably your your business, you're getting a lot of referrals already yeah, from, from yes, past clients. A lot, yeah, a lot. See, and that's that I think is going to be the trend in your business, right? It's, it's just going to snowball into just full-blown referral. Like you're going to be doing 30, 40 transactions and you're not going to spend a dollar in marketing because people yeah. are just going to be knocking on your <laughs> we door. Don't spend so right? we, yes, we've been fortunate. You we know, we've fortunate. had a good stream of referrals. We've had a good, we've had a good, you know, yes, we are new to the business at this point of time, but I always have to remind her, but she has been planting the seeds for this nine years ago. Yeah. Like her, her, client base or her database of clients that she has cultivated over 3,000 of them, believe it or not, has been something that she's been cultivating over three years. So talk about a little bit about the comp- the business that you were in before. So I was in, well, so as a dental hygienist, mm-hmm. I, I had to quit because I had arthritis in my hands. So I had to leave that. And I had started doing this direct sales business. Um, and just, again, didn't know that was ever, I didn't think I could sell a thing. Like I never thought I would be successful. And, and I grew a team. I had about 200 women any given time on my team. Wow. And that was a big deal. Um, and I, you know, I just, but I didn't try. It just happened, you know, naturally. And um, so I think that gave the selling part. I learned a lot about um, the relationship. Yeah. And the, the the direct sales business, the founder of it, that was her mantra. Like it was all about the relationship. And I really credit her, her name's Cindy Monroe, to just really developing that and, and giving, really showing how she has a heart for business and heart for the people. And so, you know, having that and, um, and then just leadership skills, you know, um, being a leader to 200 women, you know, you develop some skills. You didn't, you don't even know you're doing it. You're yeah. just not even aware of what you're doing. And so, um, I, it just, I guess set us up for success because we, uh, we just had all that experience. I love that though, because I think people coming in think that you're either a salesperson or you're not right. Like it's something you're born with. No, no. And then people are like, well, I want the the latest scripts and I want right. this, right? And and if you just get rid of all of that and you just focus on the person in front of you, yeah, 
none of that matters. Right. It doesn't even matter what product you're selling. It's no. just how much can you care about that person in front of you. Right. And then that value that you're going to convey about your product, right. it's going to go across naturally if you believe in your product. Yeah. Right? you're selling like toe scrapers or something no silly purses yeah. i believe in purses. <laughs> my gosh that was easy well it's funny because i had a coach um i worked with during at one point uh during that gig and he, i remember telling him i've never sold a thing i'm not good at selling he goes he goes tell me about your dental hygiene tell me about what you did and i go well you know and we got around to the point that i was selling people on good oral health. I was selling them on, they need to floss every day. He's like, you were selling that. It wasn't monetarily, but you were selling that idea. And even we tell people, you know, if you have a new favorite restaurant, you're telling everyone about it. You're selling that restaurant. So we sell, everyone sells something, whether you're making money on it or not is another story, but we all sell what we're passionate about and what we feel strongly about. And we're really passionate about getting people into a home to build wealth, for their, them, for their family. We're really passionate about that. And so, I, you know, I hope that that comes through and, and, and we just really want other people to succeed. So I got to plug a book because you just okay. brought it up, right? So there's a book called uh, To Sell as Human. Ooh. It's by Daniel Pink. He's a psychologist, I believe. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal writer. But uh, touched exactly on that. Like any moment in your life you're selling, right? Yeah. And, and I want to go to this restaurant. I yeah. want to go to Disney. I right. want to tell them how awesome You're trying to convince oh God, your wife what, what you want, right? Like you're selling. Yeah. Right? We and had a great so vacation. We tell everyone about where we went. We're sending the link to people. Yeah. We probably told 40 people about our, the place we stayed in Mexico. And so yeah. you guys should be getting a commission from that resort. We should. <laughs> 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 oh, we should get a what, free vacation. What is it that you used to say? Sell us. We, we are, tell a story, not sell us. Oh, so yeah. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, tell a story. I always, that's another big thing. Like, I really believe in, you know, everybody's selling something on social media, but people don't want to be sold to. They don't want that. But there's a way to let people know what you do without shoving it down their throat or, you know, bragging or whatever. And, and I believe in telling a story and not selling a story. And yeah. that's that's really important to me that we're not out there, you know, but just showing our showing our lives and this is our lifestyle. We're realtors. And so this is what we do. Yeah. And here we are. And this is what we're doing today. We're doing a podcast with yeah. Kiki and Christina. So. And it's important because people, like I say, people are nosy, right? Everyone wants to know like yeah. what people are doing. Mm-hmm. So if you show that your lifestyle and that you're passionate about what you do and it just happens to be your job, right? like people love to see that. And yeah. I think that that's a lot of the successful, you know, people, entrepreneurs, doesn't matter what industry you're in, they show their everyday life. They could show, oh, I'm doing this cup of coffee today and then yeah. I'm going to go do this. And people want to follow that. They don't want to follow, buy a house with me today. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I'm so yeah. great. Look what I made. Exactly. Look what I did. Yeah. yeah. So I think the fact that you guys bring in your personal aspect, people will get drawn to you guys personally, like your personalities, and then be comfortable and trusting. And that makes for you to do business, business so much easier whenever you're dealing with like-minded people, right? Rather right. than trying to sell and be like, buy right. a house, buy a house. And then somebody's like, yeah, I'll buy a house. And then you hate that person. Right, right. right. And then deal deal with right. them. Exactly. Rather than, you know, this is who I am and right. people are like, I like who you are. Right. I want right. to go work. People want to shop with friends. Right. right. And and that goes to another book that we can plug is Ninja Selling. Yeah. And I can't tell you the author Huge. thing. Yeah. But he basically says don't chase all, all these realtors come in the business and they're chasing all these leads and all these cold leads. He goes, you know, who's in your circle? Nurture that. Look at who who do you know and look at those people and nurture those relationships and 
you will succeed. You don't have to chase, you don't have to pay for this lead or that lead from whatever you, you have them in your life. You just need to look at that and nurture that. Well, referrals are awesome because how, like, you know, you know somebody and if someone refers you to somebody, you're already trusting that person. Yeah. Because it's someone you trust and care about and are connected with in some way and they're sending you to somebody else, that's going to be a way better transaction than, oh, I picked up the phone. I mean, we do online leads. We do Right, of course. And that's a big thing, right, is you guys, we do a totally different style of business, right? right? We're very cold call. Yeah. Build the relationship that way. That type of stuff. And you guys truly are the ninja selling. You're you're working your network. You're doing that relationship building. And it's so interesting because it's the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At the end of the day, like I was just talking to one of our agents out there and he was like, oh, I mean, I called everybody. What do I do? And I was like, call him again. And then he's like, well, what do I say? And it's like, you're not like, don't the one thing you shouldn't say is, hey, do you want to buy a house? Right. Don't say that. No. Anything else? Say that. Right. Right. Ask them about them. Right. Care about them. Build that relationship. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. But don't. Yeah. Everybody makes the attention like, I'm going to go sell a house today right. rather than that. I'm going to go build a relationship yeah, today. Exactly. Well, and the funny thing was Carrie kept saying, I know you, but I don't know you because I really focused on that telling a story, not selling a story and building social media. See, that's kind of, huge though, right? And she's like, that's why she's like, oh, you're going to be great. She goes, yeah. I know you, but I don't know you. She yeah. kept saying that yeah. like, multiple times. It was so funny. Because she mentions them. She's like, yeah, social media. And I was like, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Because there are some people that they have such a good presence. And that's what I love about you guys is you have a good presence, right? You're not flashy. You're not. (laughs) Your posts are hilarious. (laughs) They just like make me laugh. I love it. But no, I think that what is um, transitioning into this career? What what has been the the biggest hurdle that you guys have faced? Biggest hurdle? Working with my spouse. (laughs) (laughs) That's a tough one. Being together 24-7. No, um, what has been the biggest hurdle? Oh, it was a hurdle. I'm joking. What has been the biggest hurdle? I don't know. I don't know. You know, we've embraced it for yeah. what it was going. We didn't have, we had goals, but we didn't have a preconceived notion of what we should expect of it. Yeah. So literally from day one, we just took it in our stride and whatever became of it became of it. And then we went to the next one. So... But I never Hur- Hurdles, I mean, I think the more of the logistic things yeah. that happen in a transaction yeah. of people not following up and, you know, those, but that's part of the yeah. job. Yeah. So it's not, as far as a hurdle itself, know. we can't, I don't know that don't we can know. think of something that, oh my gosh, this was, because she had already set the stage with, with her database for a client base to yeah. get started then we got started and then we got busy thanks to again pandemic maybe or whatever it is so we never saw the downside of real estate yeah Yeah. so it's it's been more of accomplishing the next thing and the next thing so we never looked at anything as a hurdle yeah we just embraced it for what it was we're kind of silver lining people we always see something we don't see the negative side of it like for instance you could look at the pandemic and it has been horrible for some people i'm not discounting that at all but the and with our belief system we believe that god really used that in our lives to um strengthen our marriage and to make us motivate us you know and so i mean we i guess we look at the side the positive side of things happening and so that's i think that's what benet is trying to say is that we just see the silver lining and everything. Even if it's a if, if it's a hard lesson you learned, it's a lesson you learned and you yeah. won't do that again or something like that. So I, we do try to look at the positives. 
I think it's really interesting that like everyone that we've talked to like on this podcast, we're talking in the last. The successful about person we have, yeah, they have this this growth mindset, and I I find that with you guys just the same, yeah. It's yeah. just so interesting because it's so rare to see other people be like, oh. My business did this because of this instead of being like, okay, well, I had all these things that went wrong. I learned from it and it did this to my business. Right. You know the coolest thing, and you know, I'm not one to, to, to gloat too much. So, uh, <laughs> That's my job. But, uh, you know, at, at other brokerages in my past brokerage in, in particular, I would walk around the brokerage and I would hear a lot of brokers complaining, right? Mm. Oh man, the, the market's not good. You know, my leads aren't calling me back. You know, they were just blaming everything else. Yeah. And one thing that I find in Simply is that I haven't heard that. I, I haven't heard no. them blaming other people. And I think that is the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. I think people are being very resourceful. Yeah. And and doing and the business that they need. Yeah. Yeah. Believing. And believe. Yeah. And we were talking about people about making excuses the other day. We were driving around. I forget what we were talking about. But you know. You can either make excuses or you can make things happen. Yeah. Like there's always going to be a reason something didn't. You can always find an excuse. Yeah. But even if I, I catch myself making an excuse, I'm like, oh no, don't don't do that because it just it's not going to serve me yeah. at all. It's not going to serve our business at all. So just move on and and whatever. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool because like you know we have that like our little group thread for simply mm-hmm, so everyone mm-hmm. can like ask questions and stuff. And it's it's interesting that like you know. I'll have more brokers reach out to me, um, like for QB questions and stuff. And a lot of people are like, I used to do this in my business. I need to change to this. How do I do it? I'm failing at this. I'm failing at here. What do I do? And it's not like, oh, I have all these problems because these other brokers, it's like, okay, I did this or I made a mistake here. How do I fix it? Right. And I think it's so cool that that's how our brokers. Yeah, I love whatever people, because I, one of my biggest pet peeves from starting in real estate was people bit, oh, I'm just too busy. I'm so busy. Mm-hmm. And being like, you have nothing going on. Right. No transactions. Well, how right. are you busy? Right. And like now I'm hearing people being like, man, I'm not managing my time effectively. Can mm-hmm. we do a time management class? Yes. And they're being like, yes, like this is what it's about. This is about yeah. growing together. Growing. Right? right. Or, hey, I need a class on this. I love that. Brokers yeah. like, can we please do a class on this? Can we please do a class on TCs? Can we do that? And I'm like, yes. I because, love it. Yeah. Ah, and I, I, love and it. I want to interrupt there and say that even though I've never worked at another brokerage, I work in big organizations that have a structured way of doing things or what they do or what they feel a priority to do. And like you just said, that's the coolest thing. Like, you know, we could sit down at a at a meeting or a class and say, hey, Carrie or Kiki, could you teach us about this? And then lo mm-hmm. and behold, yeah. one of the Tuesdays or Thursdays, mm-hmm. we would do a class on whatever that may be. And that's mm-hmm. the coolest thing to be able to go to work in an organization that will... Here's you. feed you the things that you seek to fill yourself yeah. with you know yeah. and uh, that's what I really really like about simply that mm-hmm. I know I can call Carrie and say hey Carrie can you teach us something about I you know I may have missed a class or give us some insight into mm-hmm. and then she'll create a whole training mm-hmm. for that specific topic and I think mm-hmm. that's one of the best things we've got going for simply yeah. I mean you know amongst many others <laughs> yeah. but, yeah. No, and I love as we grow, you know, that's, you know, as because we're not we're not a recruiting brokerage. We're not no. out trying to be the biggest. Mm-hmm. So like as people come and approach us, we can really like pick and choose as far right. as like what's going to benefit our culture right. and help us grow internally. Um, so I, I love I love being yeah. around like minded yeah. people. And we love teaching, too, because it's like, you know, again, other p- people come from other brokerages. And like the last guy, too, is like, yeah, I didn't have like the family feel. 
and I didn't know what I didn't know. And I think it's the biggest thing as a new broker. Yeah. You could go to school and be like, I know everything. And you get into a transaction, you're like, I know nothing, but I right. still don't know what I don't know. Right. And so we, when we started Simply with Carrie, we were like, you know what? So many brokers have this issue. We had this issue. Everyone that we talked to has this issue. How do we fix it? And we love teaching. We love talking and we go off on tangents more so. But that was our biggest thing is like, okay, we want to just teach as much as possible. Give us stuff to teach. What do do you want next? And we get so excited about that. And I think we lucked out that we actually like teaching and we like mentoring and all of that, Mm -hmm. that having, you know, brokers that want that Mm -hmm. is like so exciting for us Mm -hmm. too. Like, so like our brokers feed, you know, the brokerage 110%. We're just there to harness wherever we can. And you guys give us the ideas of what you want to make the brokerage better. So it's like such a good symbiotic relationship that Mm -hmm. I think is so rare. Yeah. That's what we love about our little family. I do. So being a a new broker, you're still under a year. No, no, a year and a half. Year and a half. It'll be two and a half. I'm under a year. You're under a year. Okay. When did you get yours? January. January. Oh, shoot. So you're like, man, the time is actually flying by pretty quick. I know. I can't believe I'm well into like halfway into my second year. That's crazy. And I work four years in. can't even look anymore. Wow. <laughs> I know, right? So uh, what would be uh, uh, probably – what would be a good piece of advice? Like you, if you were starting over again, what would be advice that you wish somebody would have given you? Um, well, I just feel like your attitude will decide whether you're successful or not. Not how many people are in your SOI, not any of that. Um, it's your attitude and how, you're, how you look at things and – when when something doesn't work out, you're well, you're able to pick yourself back up and keep going, um, and just believe that it's possible. So I just really feel like mindset is the hugest thing yeah. in anything. I feel like anybody can do anything if they if they really want to and they believe they can. And there's no reason I feel like there's no reason people couldn't be successful in this business. I so. wholeheartedly believe. And now, what about? Well. Do you have something? What? But piggybacking off, uh, it's nothing is impossible. You have to have the inherent in to and want to do it for yourself because nobody's going to do it for you. Uh, And then the other thing is know know your resources, what's available to you, and actually utilize, Mm -hmm. get familiar with it. Whether that means budding up with somebody or you know you're only going to be as strong as the people that are alongside you. So you can't do it alone. You may think you know it all. Like me, I mean, I think I know it all, but Mm -hmm. I know that I can't do it by myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to, you know, dive into the resources that I have that will help and aid me to become a better person, not just a broker, but a better person in how I'm dealing with other things. This is a totally different lifestyle. No, it's a totally different work function. Mm-hmm. Like I've been used to like, you know, the operations where I'm always telling everyone what to do. And here I am in a place where I have to learn. I have to restart everything. So be prepared. That my thing is be prepared to start again. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, like something I read the other day. Like when a child learns to walk, every time he falls... Does he say, oh, I'm never going to be good at it, so I'm not going to pick myself up and start walking again, taking the next step? Well, you're going to fall a couple of times or plenty of times. And the more you fall, the stronger you're going to get. Mm. Nobody gives up when they can't take that next step. 
I mean, and child. with the an analogy yeah. of, of a child, the child never going to fall and say, oh, I'm never going to learn how to walk, so I'm going to give up. Yeah. They're just going to pick really themselves up and keep going, you know, yeah. really till they get to run. So I think that yeah. I feel that way about myself. Uh, time when I fall, it's like, okay, fine. Well, I just have to learn some new skill mm -hmm. and then move on. So. Mm -hmm. And you guys work together like it. So for people that are looking to, you know, go into business with their spouse, <laughs> um, we've noticed just like doing research, a lot of the biggest, um, you know, in, in real estate alone, the uh, most successful brokers are the ones that are actually husband and wife teams, hmm. which is so interesting to look at. Remax started, it's a husband and wife team. Wow. Yeah. And so I think it's so interesting. We're seeing more and more of that coming yeah. into play. What would you say, like advice for people that are looking to go into, work I guess, just real spouse, estate yeah. or work in general with their or spouse? any business in general, I mean. Yeah. What are some things or things of advice or maybe like things they should look at in their relationship to see if they would actually be a good fit to do business together. So I'm going to defer back to our friend, uh, well, I think, was it Gail or Barbara in our brokerage? It was, I can't remember which one of them. And basically they were, and they're a sister team, but we were struggling with a little bit when, of, you know, how figuring Rolls. out our balance yeah. in our work balance. And I, I was talking with one of them and they said, I can't remember which one told me this though, but, um, she said, one of us takes the lead on a property and we, the other person knows what's happening. We're copying them on all the emails, but if something's kind of going sideways, this person says, do you need me to come in or are, do you have this? And they let you know whether they need you to step in. So one, one of you takes the lead and the other person's just there as a support and you, and you check in with that person. It's like being a parent. You don't fight in front of the kids. Mm -hmm. It's like, Check in behind the scenes. What do you need from me? How can I help? That sort of thing. And then go from there. And I thought at, from that moment, it's only been a short time since she gave me that. But once I had that mentality, it's been so much better for me. I feel like I, it's it's just so much better for, for me, for both of us. Yeah. And I also think that, uh, you know, going beyond business, going beyond that transaction, going beyond real or whatever it is, it's also... When you're talking about a husband and wife team, one thing that comes to my mind, something that my parents way back to, like, you know, you always want to, you want to strive to bring out the best in the other person, whatever that may be. And if you have that mindset, look, is this helping us together as a couple? You know, that we are doing these things either together or like, you know, when I was a chef, when she was a dental hygienist and then. What are some of the things that we can do together to enhance our relationship and our family life? So, like, for example, I'll give you a good example. Like, she she decided to do a marathon run. I don't know which year it was. Okay. Well, running a marathon requires extensive training. Yeah. Especially if you're not a runner. If you're just, okay, just wake up one day, I'm going to run a marathon. You can't just pick yeah. up and start running a marathon. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't work that way, which simply meant that she was running like, you know, five, six hours, you know, and seven. it was like, geez, what, what are you doing this for? Like, what are you going to get out of this <laughs> marathon? You know, but uh, it's what she needed to do at the time and for her own good or whatever it is. So like encourage that, you, you know, so I would be one to say that, you know, whatever it is, is it really enhancing and encourage mm -hmm. each other to do what they feel is the best in them? You know, yeah. Yeah. like I'm not here to dictate what her life 
should or shouldn't be. Whatever it evolves to be, I should be encouraging. That's so, so cute. I love, I, so. right. I love you guys. <laughs> so but cute. I, I do love that that you you should try to enhance the other person, yeah. right? And that's, mm-hmm. that is that's huge in all business, not just marriage, yeah. right? That, not just married yeah. couples, but any business, business partnership, and, right? And I should be trying to enhance yeah. the other. Person. I say that because I've heard over the years, and even like in our broker, oh well, my husband doesn't support me, or my. And I'm like, how is that going to be good that you don't support your spouse? Yeah. And something that it's not even about the transaction. or the, It's just like, how can that be good when you don't support? I think you, a lot of it, and, and I speak from personal experience, will come from ego. You know, mm-hmm. whenever Christine and I first started, I mean, she was, she was just naturally better than me at <laughs> mostly everything. So I had a strong ego. And, you know, me, I, I always wanted wanted right? Past tense to be the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Since I've gotten into leadership, I realized that you don't want to be the smartest person in the room. No. Right. 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 Um, but with her, you know, she was just, she was good. She was good on the phone. She was good talking to people. She's good at contracts. And so I was always, I'd wake up thinking I'm going to best my partner. I'm going to mm-hmm. try to be better than her Yeah. rather than, well, what, what is she not good at? And then I could be good at right. that. Right. And, and so then we started bouncing off. And then from that moment, We've, everything yeah. took off. Yeah, right. that's really been, I, I have to say, and that's the best thing. That's the best thing because, you know, he's great at, at the KV Corps and, and the um, the camp marketing, the campaigns. Oh my gosh. And he has the patience to sit down. I'm the kind of person that you give me something in writing. I'm like, I'm just looking for the, like the, that's exactly the bold print and then I'm, are, so, I'm done. Yes. He reads everything and, you know, so yeah. he's the best at doing that. And so, and I, I dropped the ball on that last year. I started to, but then I got busy mm-hmm. with actually selling houses. And so I didn't finish learning that and Im- implementing that. But I always knew I needed to because you guys led on that one. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so that that I totally agree with that, Kiki, that you can be so much better together um, because you each have strengths. Yeah. And if you look at it that way. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. And that's good. Like we, like we were saying in the last podcast where I was just talking to Joe on the side, I was like, look – combined we're a great person like separate like we are we have we're total opposites mm-hmm. when it comes to like our strengths and that makes the best person yeah. overall right yeah. like you say two for the price of one type thing right like you know both of us together so you know he does the marketing like kind of Vinay was right. doing and then right. i'm like the contracts and i'm going in into the deal right um and he does the deals and stuff like that but i am like looking yeah. at the contracts i'm doing this this and yeah. that and it's a good relationship if you kind of have both of you that are only good at a certain thing mm-hmm. and then everything else Neither of you can do it's tricky. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Alone, I'm truly just a half a man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, all of us, all of us, you know, all of us lack in areas. So, you know, we're, who are we kidding if we say we, we're not? You yeah. Know, yeah, we all do. But, and I'm, a, I can tend to be a little bossy, and so I have to keep that toned down a little bit. Yep, uh, I feel kind you. of bossy. <laughs> I feel you, Vinay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. no, but but you know, I. I Regardless of strengths and weaknesses and all, I think one thing that we do do good together maybe is uh but we have we have a similar goal mindset. Uh and it's not about transactions and money and this and that. You know, it's like it's just try to be the best person that God made us to be. Yeah. And that that's our mindset. Mm-hmm. What 
you know, you used to always say three. What was that? Three. Uh, uh, well, I did. Rope with three it's strands. In the Bible. I didn't say it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, credit for it. It's good. <laughs> well, a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And and you know, so even though we may be at times in different directions, right. in a different mindset, in a different frame of mind to. Uh, you know, be together on something. Right. We we both know that we want to do what's good, not just for us, but for the client, for mm-hmm. for our child, right. for all these right. all the different aspects. So we know that that's the end goal. How we get there. Sometimes the great days, and sometimes not so great days. Yeah. But that's okay. We know that this is hopefully just a passing phase, and our mindset is to be do the best we can with the talents we have. Well, and we felt like being married, why? um, Well, for us, you know, we felt God brought us together because we could do more together than we could do separately. With our differences. Right. We could do more as a team for, to better the world, however you want to look at it. um, And then we could do separately. And I think that's why like people come into your life. Like, Stev on here, right? I could do right. a lot more with him than I could do without yes. him, right? Exactly. Same with everybody on our team. Yeah. Like, I, I think that that's so true. Right. Like, yeah. I like yeah. that. Thank Thanks. you. That's cool. <laughs> um, I mean, what do I always say, Stevan? Right? Every day we're just trying to get 1% better, right? 1% better. 1% better. I'm... Yeah. Is that... Are you reading that Atomic Habits? Yeah. I read it before. Okay, they're yeah, talking about it. He's stealing it. doing 1% better. That's the thing is, after you read a lot of books, <laughs> yeah, you just you don't like, yeah, that was... Beautiful. Did I do yeah. that? <laughs> <laughs> Takes well, really, everything. when you read a book, it's like you'll see a bunch of things from other books you read. Like, it's, yeah. But it's still, it, it's it. Sometimes it, it just shows know. you're on the right path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great book. Too. <laughs> that's another good book. It's like if you do one percent better every day, at the end of the year, you've done three hundred and sixty-five percent better. Yeah, that's yeah. That's why I say yeah. every hundred days you're going to be a brand new you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's true. That's the cellular thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool. So, well, um, thank you guys. I know you guys are busy, but thank you so much for for stopping in today yeah. and being a part of the podcast. Uh, so social why don't you guys media. give a, a plug real quick on your social media, your where Websites, to find you. It's the Rogers okay. Neighborhood. Or the Rogers Neighborhood. So all you have to do is look for that. Um, I'm so and, glad that we. So it's the Rogers yeah, Neighborhood on that, Instagram, Facebook. Yep. Uh, do you guys do Twitter? Not, we no. We don't do Twitter yet. <laughs> we're, you know, we're 55. The fact that we're on Instagram is a big deal. <laughs> we could do that better than we do. We're not actually, so great about that. But, but yeah. M- mostly on Facebook, we are. Uh, Just go to the RogersNeighborhood.com and you'll find us. All right, RogersNeighborhood.com. And then uh, you guys service all of Albuquerque. All of Albuquerque, Los Lunas, Belen, East Mountains. All Rio over Rancho, the all, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking in New Mexico call the Rogers neighborhood. Yep. They're going to take great yep. care of you. Obviously rookie of the year, very oh. client centric, yeah. uh, great people all around. So thank you so much. Thank you Thanks for having, for having us. us. And thank it's you so guys. fun to speak with you guys yeah. and have an opportunity to just, to share. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> converse. Talk a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, we are so busy that it's just nice just to yeah. sit and chat, chat with, with some peers. Yeah. It's the most time we spent together. And I don't know, maybe know. the whole time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, gotta go. Okay. I have 10 seconds. What's it? I know. Run. I know. Yeah. It's true. So, uh, That's for it. the listeners out there, uh, please like subscribe, share the simply podcast, and then, uh, go check out the YouTube channel at the simply real estate NM. Uh, tons of great content coming out weekly. So uh, we'll look forward to seeing you guys next time. Okay. Thanks.